Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. But before we get into the topics, let us really talk about what can regenerate and rejuvenate your man. New Gen- no, I'm just kidding. We're not going to do a whole full ad to start the podcast. I mean, who would want you would want to skip right past that, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's right. Uh, you got to earn that sponsorship, Nugenics. Yeah, exactly. You got to get deep into the weeds when we're just about to get to the good part, and then comes the shill like it too. They haven't really um, brought out any new ads lately, Nugenics. It seems like they're still mm-hmm. running the same one. Yeah, it's the same big hurt walking through your neighborhood, just you know, yeah. basically letting you know that when you go to work, he's going to take care of your wife for you. They haven't, uh, they haven't dug up any old uh, sports people like a Fran Tarkenton or somebody <laughs> just out of out of nowhere. I'm surprised Joe Namath hasn't come out right. here with, with the you know when I have my beer in the morning, I love my new genics to go with it. It's a shame he died, but I think Dick Butkus would have been. <laughs> A perfect spokesperson for Nugenics. Yes, I'm Dick Butkus. One of the most offensive names in sports. And she'll like it too. It's Dick <laughs> Butkus. <laughs> Welcome into the Too Good for Radio podcast. Uh, we begin with a list of suggestive city names. From Rough and Ready, California to Butternuts, New York. But, wait a minute, wait a minute. What a minute? Uh, Butternuts, New York? Butternuts, New York. Okay. Um... There's a uh, infographic here of the most lewd-sounding names in each state. All right. I'm interested to hear what Illinois is. Illinois. Iliopolis. Um, no. It's, it's uh, and it's, I don't think it's terribly far from here. It's Booty. Booty? Booty, Illinois. Good old Booty, Illinois. Booty, mm-hmm. booty, boo. That's the best we could do, by the way. Yeah. As far as suggestive stuff is, ooh, booty, Illinois. Ooh. In Indiana, I thought for sure it would be French lick. <laughs> of course it would be. Why wouldn't it be? There's something more suggestive than French lick. But it's better. It's it's Floyd's knobs. <laughs> Can you French lick Floyd's knobs? <laughs> took a I took a took a trip from Floyd's knobs to French lick. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Nevada, we got Sugar Bunker. Gonna do Floyd Knob, your sugar bunker. And there's a uh, three-way New Mexico. Okay. You might want to (laughs) go, in Louisiana, you might want to go visit Dry Prong. No, no one wants to visit Dry Prong. (laughs) That's a terrible visit. Go down there, spend all that time and money to get down to a dry prong. Uh, There's a Keister, Minnesota, and a Ball Town, Iowa. (laughs) Ball Town? Welcome to Ball Town. Mm -hmm. If you're a lady, get out of these parts. We're only here for Ball Town. Oklahoma has Hooker. Yeah, I've heard about that one. And Alabama has Wiener. (laughs) Wiener. Apparently there's a Cooter, Missouri. Yes, Crazy Cooter. Cooter, Missouri. Do they? Is it close to Wiener, Alabama? Can you go from uh, yeah, Wiener to Cooter? I, I think you probably can. <laughs> it's okay. What'd you do this year? Well, I took a nice road trip from Wiener to Cooter. And if you take a wrong turn uh, between there and you make a right turn and go over to Tennessee, you might run into Big Bone. Bi- oh, good old Big Bone, Tennessee. Um, right next to Dollywood. Yeah. Uh, which is just north of Sweet Lips, Kentucky. <laughs> that's that's the one that grosses me out the most thus far. Mm-hmm. Hey, where are you Sweet from? Lips. I'm from Sweet Lips. <laughs> Good old Sweet Lips, Kentucky. Now, I don't know if I believe that there is a sugar tit South Carolina. <laughs> I want seems... to believe. I mean, they're, I mean, considering South Carolina University uh, is the Gamecocks, why wouldn't they have yeah, sugar tits? That's true. That's true. What's uh, Montana? Montana has a town called uh, Cummings. Okay. that's um, not, that, that seems like a Montana thing. Excuse me. I was in North Dakota. Oh, okay. Uh, Cummer Town is in Montana. <laughs> what do you say? I said Cummer Town. <laughs> where do uh, you, where, where, hey, boy, I, I went to Wiener, Alabama and ended up in Cummer Town. Which is just north of Goshen Hole, 
Colorado. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> you can't Goshen Hole. I mean, after dry prong, you may want a Goshen Hole, but... Yeah. Uh, we got a uh, Wankers Corner, Oregon. <laughs> of course we do. What's Florida's? Did we get Florida... Um, and these suggestive names. Is uh, Miko Sucky, it says. M-I-C-C-O-C-U-K-E-E. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Yeah, okay. No, I'm not a real fan of that one. Um, there's a uh, Blue Ball Village in uh, no, there isn't. Like New Jersey. No, yeah. it, it, it can't be Blue Ball. No. Is, it supposed to, is it spelled like Blue Bell? B-L-U-E-B-L-L. B-L-L-L-Bell. Blah, 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 Blue Ball. Okay. That's some that's made by someone who hasn't gotten any in a while, apparently. Mm-hmm. What are we gonna name the town? Well, I got a pair of blue balls here. I vote for that. And and you know, the one that is certainly verifiable that we all know, uh, as uh, not only a suggestive name, but also the capital is or no, it's not the capital. It's Banger, Maine. Yes, Banger, Maine. Is that the is that the most suggestive one from Maine? That's the one from Maine, yeah. What about New Hampshire? Like all those little states that could all be together. Yeah. Well, okay, here's something interesting, and because we've got one here in Illinois. Uh, the only one they could find in New Hampshire was a town called Effingham. Yeah, we have that as well, but mm-hmm. we had we went with Booty as well. Booty. Booty instead of Effingham. Uh, I mentioned Butternut New, Cor- uh, New, New York. York. Intercourse, Pennsylvania is one I think we know. Yeah, we know, know that well. one. Uh, Dick, Michigan. <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> that sounds like someone who'd be in an adult film. Mm-hmm. Starring Dick, Michigan. Dick, Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Show you your upper peninsula. There is a climax. UB indeed. <laughs> there is a climax, Michigan. There's also a climax, uh, North Dakota or North uh, Carolina. Looks like uh, you can't have a Dick, Michigan, and a climax, Michigan. No, you can't. No, you can't. Uh, because over in um, Kansas is dry wood. Of course, if, if any town was, or if any state was going to have a, a dry wood. It's going to be Kansas. They're just kind of there. What is that? Same with Nebraska. Nebraska seems like another one that'd be just kind of vanilla. Nebraska is uh, lubers. Okay. Uh, They're trying to luber up the dry wood over in Kansas. We mentioned North Dakota is Cummings. South Dakota is Bone Steel. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Dick, Michigan, and Bone Steel in <laughs> Cooter, Missouri. Alaska sounds like a uh, euphemism. There's a town called Mary's Igloo. Yeah, got myself inside of Mary's Igloo last night. Yeah, I did. I gave her the old Goshen hole with Mary's Igloo. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, so Any other one so sticking out to yeah, you there? I mean, we got, uh, we got Idaho. Short, we got Short Pump of uh, Virginia. We got Dick Shooter, Idaho. <laughs> I didn't see that one. How did you miss that? <laughs> How did you miss Dick Shooter? Dick Shooter and Pete. How, how does anyone who lives in any of these cities, when someone asks them where you're from, they go, yeah, I'm from Dick Shooter. Another name I, I, from I, an adult I, film. Yeah, I'd move, I think. I don't think I'd pick a house there. No, you can't live in Dick Shooter, when Idaho. I was, when I was growing up, we were looking for a house, and I was, and it was like fifth or sixth grade, you know, so you're starting to, you know, yeah. people are, you're starting to evolve, uh, and, and the and the taunts and the teases are getting worse, yes, and they're getting right, picked yeah. on more. And, yeah. Um, and we were like this close from moving to a house that was on Johnny Cake Avenue. Okay. And, and you're like, man, no. If you're like, everybody no. at school finds out I live on Johnny Cake. Johnny can't live on Johnny Cake. I, I, they, they would kill me. I would I would not be sitting here right now. Just like Dick Michigan can't live in Dick Michigan. <laughs> I mean, it's, just, it's hard for Dick Michigan to find a place to live in that state. Yes. So those are some suggestive state names. We go from suggestive state names to Wiener Roundup. Come on and gather round as we talk about what's going down. This is a suggestive name 
for a uh, city, a speed limit on a busy road in South Yorkshire is to be reduced in a bid to make it safer. The limit on A629 Halifax Road near Penistone <laughs> is set to drop from 60 to, I said, once again, that's Penistone is the, Penistone. Is, is the town. One near, word? Yeah, Penistone. And that's over in England. So it's not just suggestive names here in the state. Right. You got uh, suggestive names over in England as well, like Penistone. Uh, also, next on Wiener Roundup, we have a gentleman who was at a Target in Iowa, and he was caught exposing himself to people. So Uh-oh. yeah, so store comes, the store security comes. Hey, sir, you can't be doing that. You want to know what his defense was hmm. about uh, this particular situation? He was seen on the security cameras walking around the store with uh, and kind of whipping up a batch of thunder with his mm, thing out okay. there. Yeah. Um, when officers confronted him, he said, "You know what? It, it's not that bad. This isn't my penis. This is a dildo. It's oh. a sex toy. Okay. What are you doing, officer? This is perfectly normal, acceptable behavior. It's not my penis. Be, be my penis, it'd be weird. But this is a sex toy that's hanging out of my pants from you know? in that general area." You can't arrest me for just having that out and about, right? That might be a successful defense. No, he was arrested, oh, okay. so charged right. with okay. indecent exposure. You can't just put a sex toy down your pants, whip it out, and it's like, eh. It's like, that doesn't make it better, sir, that you're still walking around with some sort of penis-looking object protruding from your crotchal area in a target. Yes. Not acceptable in the social contract. Maybe in Dick, Michigan, but not here. <laughs> Big news from Saskatoon. Oh, okay. Which that also sounds like it might be code for something. Yes. Yeah. Got her right in the Saskatoon. <laughs> her old Saska, you know what. Yeah, she let me do the Saskatoon. Yeah, the Mar- she let me do the Mary's Igloo in Saskatoon. Uh, BHP, big oil firm out of Australia, yes. okay. is uh, putting like about 19 billion dollars into a mine that is near Lanigan, Saskatoon. Okay. And um, the mayor is very excited about that. Oh no. What's the mayor the mayor's we got Wiener Roundup going on here. What's the mayor's name? Tony Mycock. <laughs> no, it's not. Tony Mycock in Saskatoon? It's pretty I don't think you can Tony your cock in Target or Tony Mycock in Saskatoon. It's pretty exciting, Mycock said. <laughs> How's it spelled? M-Y-C-O-C-K. You have to change your name. You can't run for... I'm amazed. You can't run for office as my cop. He did and and is now the mayor. I guess, to be honest with you, if you go into... If you... if. If his slogan is "pull the lever from my cock" in in the election in the in the on the polling place, then yes, you do that. It's pretty exciting. I think Lanigan is poised to grow. My cock said. <laughs> <laughs> I am just reading this from as written by CTV News in Saskatoon. It's planning to grow. My cock says, but that growth comes with some concern. Mycock says ongoing work at the mine has already exasperated. So you can't do that. Either. No, you can't. You can't exasperate with Mayor Mycock. <laughs> Mayor Mycock. Uh, it's already exasperated the town's housing market. Uh, he says there's a labor shortage. Uh, there's a shortage in Mycock. <laughs> in some ways, it's a little scary because Mycock isn't ready, says the mayor. Uh, by the way, if if Mycock gives more than a three-hour speech, don't you have to call a doctor? <laughs> If he's up there at the podium for more than three hours. So nothing really interesting in that story other than the mayor's name. Yes. Uh, moving on here in the Michael Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. This is a weird survey. We've talked about it from time to time of how, how things, how people just don't still enjoy the sex. Yeah. How they have to make it spicy or, or whatever. 
apparently, according to new research, one in five daters, so 20% of respondents, admit to taking an extended peek at their smartphones while having sex. So in the middle of the sex, their phone is sitting on the wherever it may be, and they're like, oh, man, I got to check Insta. In the middle of the sex. I mean, that's that's amazing on a lot. I mean, I've definitely been guilty of just reflexively grabbing my phone and then realizing I didn't need to grab my phone. I mean, have you done yeah, that? Right. Yes, yes. Where you're like, oh, I need to look at And you really didn't in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. There was no no update. You didn't get a, a notification or anything. You just kind of grab it and look. You're like, why did I do that? Yeah. Or you just, I mean, just 90 seconds ago you did that and, you, and there was nothing there then. So nothing's going to happen in 90 seconds. I just can't. So that's that's what I'm thinking is that it was just like one of those. Uh, just. But in uh, the but, middle of the set. That's the thing that is throwing this off. Like, if it's a bad first date, I get it when you're sitting right. at a table, but in the middle of the sex and things are happening, what is so boring about that? You're like, well, oh, I need to check to see what's going on here. Um, what, what, I mean, what does the partner say in that situation? The lead researcher says people are now struggling to distinguish how to function without their smartphone in every aspect of their life, even in the bedroom. The study's investigative team polled more than 5,000 adult smartphone owners in the U.S. to analyze their cell usage and its impact on the romantic lives. The results found that phone fanatics are more hooked on the exciting rush of receiving a notification than they are sharing an intimate moment with a lover. So in the middle of the sex, and all of a sudden, they see something, a notification, bing, and they're just like, well, I got to see what that is. Not know what's going, not continue to go on what's going on with the sex. I mean, there's been a couple of times. And, and, and right. And how, how do you respond if you're in the middle of that passionate moment and someone's on there just scrolling? Yeah, yeah this feels... Oh, yeah. Give it to me. Give it to me. Ooh, like that. Fitting. Give it to me. Give it... And, and, and if they're saying like that, mm-hmm. are they saying they like what you're doing? Or are they just liking what's on the screen? Yeah, that would be really off-putting. I mean, I, I think maybe we've all been in a situation, I know I have, where the phone rings oh, yeah. while you're uh, in the throes of passion. Right. And a decision has to be made. It was. It's easier now to make that decision since we don't have landlines anymore. Yeah. And the advent of caller ID, you can just look and see. And you can silence it. And you can silence the phone, right? But to your point, in the midst of the olden days where yeah. you had you had answering machines and yeah. everything, because then you run the risk of you're in the throes of passion, the phone rings, <laughs> you don't answer. Now I have to hear the whole answering machine, and then it's the who's on the and other end. It, it could and be then like it's your mom. Yeah, it's like, hi, my, Michael, it's That's your true. mother. I'm just checking in. And they're like, oh, now you're like, well, now what am I going to do? Would have been get- better just to answer the phone and say, I'm busy right now and get back to it because right, exactly. there's no chance you're going to wrap things up. No. <laughs> well, you already should have some stuff wrapped up in, that, in the throes of passion. No, no or, or it would be, or it would be the elongated telemarketer of like, boy, do we have a deal for you? And he's just uh-huh. like, shut up! You're taking us all out of the mood. Yeah, that's a yeah, a holes. Um, they say the study also highlights that 71 percent of men and women in relationships spend more time with their cells than their sweethearts, and 54 percent actually prefer snuggling up with their devices to their lovers. So, 20 percent of the people say in the middle of the sex, I gotta grab that smartphone, man. The, the phone in the bedroom is a terrible habit that I've been trying to break, too. Yes. Just put it down. Put it Just away. put it in the other room. Put it on the charger. Exactly. And it doesn't s- need to be there. And for, for God's sake, silence it. 
just yeah. in case things are going to happen. Right. If you right. know things are going to happen, just put it away in a different room. I mean, what if you're flipping through and you see like a funny TikTok video and you start laughing? I mean, you see how bad that would be? <laughs> well, it's, it can break bad in so many different yeah, ways. All kinds of things. Because then it's like, you know, you're not paying attention to me. What are you looking at? Who Are you thinking of the person on Insta that you're looking right. at right now instead of being with me? You start laughing. You start, you know, back it up, Terry. You're like, wait, my name's not Terry. Yeah. You know, all that kind of stuff. The audio's on and yeah. you know, Joe Biden's talking for <laughs> right, some reason. Exactly. Why you're, what kind of weird kinks you're into. So yeah. Yeah, just put it away and just enjoy the sex. That number's too high. Yeah, way too high. Uh, moving on, we have the worst wedding guest ever. Oh, good. Dateline, Wisconsin. Let me introduce you to Nathan Lancey. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been charged with aggravated battery and disorderly conduct. Apparently, there was a wedding reception going on. And uh, officers were called to the golf course over reports of someone had their fingertip bitten off. Yeah. So uh, the officers show up, and they see Lancey sitting on a couch with blood on his sleeve, which does not appear to be from him. Around half an inch of the finger had been bitten off, which left the bone exposed. So Lancey went, Har! and just ripped the skin off there. And just, just bone hanging out, and he's just sitting there. What's up, officer? How's it going on? So, oh, man. So the fact that he bit half half an inch of finger is bad enough that he's the worst winning guest ever. But you want to guess what led to him biting someone's finger off? Please share. The violence allegedly broke off after Lancey was told to stop fondling another unidentified wedding guest. <laughs> so Lancey's walking around going, hey, what's going on? I don't, it doesn't say man or woman, yeah. whoever he's fondling, but he's just doing yeah, his, uh, a little honk honk his like, little wah, wah. Someone comes up and says, hey, could you stop being so handsy? He's like, I'll show you handsy. Honk! And pulls off half a fingertip. Oh, God. Now, I feel the crime, because he was handsy, should be he gets all of his fingertips bitten off to the bone yeah. because of what he did to someone else and the fact that what led to that was him being around grabbing people when he shouldn't be grabbing people at the wedding. And that's the way it should be amputated, right? Where it's yes. the, 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 the finger's gone, but it's just bones sticking out. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. And that's just, how he has to walk around for yeah, the rest so the of his rest life. Of the, it's like, oh, look at there's old right. Lan- Hansy Lansy. He can't pick a dime up off the, right. off the ground <laughs> anymore. Like trying to get, uh, yeah. <laughs> click, 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 click. I can't, I can't grab it. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah I think that that's why he should, he should stay forever right. is for Lancey. Can't open a jar of pickles. And by the way, what are you doing going around just groping people at a wedding? Have some class. I understand it's Wisconsin and those people are drunk idiots anyway for the most part. But seriously, what are you doing? I, I was thinking about groping the other day. Okay. You know, as your mind wanders. Every once in a while, yeah. Of why one would do it or how one yeah, would do it or that's, how brazen. That's, that's, the, that's the one that I'm not sure I fully understand of what is the, what exactly is the thrill of just grabbing a squeeze? I don't know. For no, yeah. Of, of someone you're not familiar with. Yeah. I don't get it. It's not going to turn into anything. I don't correct. I don't think so. I don't know if that's the goal. If it's just the if it's it's you're not supposed to do it, then that that's the thrill. I don't I don't quite get the need and the and the what 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 does one get from from, a rope? Yeah, because you're right. In the history of ever, I don't think it led to what you think it's going to lead to. If you go up and just get a big old, yeah. big old grab of the hams behind the from behind there, yeah. big old ham grab. Not, not, not enough, the, not enough to be arousing. No, for anybody involved, right? And especially with the up front. So yeah, I, I, I'm to the 
It is so foreign concept to me that even when I'm in a relationship long enough to where a random grope would be acceptable, mm-hmm. I'm still, if I do it, I go, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and it's like, no, it's okay. You've established territorial reign. It's okay to grab that from time to time if yeah. you like. It's still not going to lead where you want it to lead to, but it's okay to do that. Yeah, I thought I had that once, and uh, I think the mistake I made was I made the honk honk noise. Yeah, that's you can't you can't, you, uh, which you, was just reflexive. I didn't. It wasn't. I wasn't trying to be gross or weird or anything. I just you just couldn't. I couldn't honk honk, and, 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 and <laughs> they then, didn't. They didn't like your attempted humor. There was no more touching after that. Yeah, no, no more indeed. We go from one felon, the worst wedding guest ever, to a home invasion story that you say is pretty crazy. This is uh, yeah, and here we are in this day and age, and you know somebody pounds on your door and says. I need help. What do you, that's, yeah, that's, ooh. It, it's unfortunate that we've gotten to that point, but there is a, like, I don't know I if don't, I should open the door. I don't yeah, want to get involved wanna, in this thing. Yeah, I don't want to open this at all. About uh, 5.30 in the morning, and this, this, this in, uh, involved three different residencies. Oh, geez. Um, guy starts going to, goes to the first house. He entered it through a locked door, uh, so he busted the door down. No, that's um, immediately a no-go for me. And he got blood all over the place because he starts pounding on these people's doors saying, I've been shot. Help me. Okay. And you go, all right, call 911. He allegedly went to the residence and opened the front door. And uh, he was then told, hey, you got to get out of here. But instead, he ran up the front steps, forced his way in. um, And the the residents of that house were able to prevent him from uh, getting in, shove him away. He, he, no damage done, got some blood on the railing over there. He then goes to now the third house Mm -hmm. where he proceeded to pound on the door saying, help, I've been Been shot. shot. A person opens the door. Guy rushes in. No! uh, Sees a handgun on the coffee table. Probably shouldn't have a handgun. No, who, who just randomly has that going on? Grabs it and uh, and points it at a blank wall and says, they're trying to shoot me. Oh, no. Oh, no. So it's someone who's obviously having some mental disturbance and issues going on. Resident wrestles the gun away from this guy. Uh, and then... who's? I'm assuming authorities have been called at this point? Yeah, this is all happening really quickly. Okay, I mean, yeah, house exactly. to house to house. house, house yeah. He then grabbed a TV, pushed it on the ground... Uh, went to a CD rack and dumped all the CDs on the floor, threw a lamp. I'm more, you know what? I'm more concerned you still have a CD rack than the gun on the hand. <laughs> uh, threw a lamp, broke a handle off a cast iron skillet, Ew! damaged the stove burners, and then opened the freezer and rubbed frozen meat on his chest. No! <laughs> you know how expensive with inflation that meat is? I don't want your chest rub meat. Yeah, I don't. By I the mean, way, I don't think I could say that. No, uh, she'll like it too. And I don't mean to laugh, but but that's 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 that a, is a lot. chaotic story right there. That's a lot of damage going on in that particular time frame. And of TV gone, lamp gone, skillet gone. So yeah, chest cra- crazy. Chest, <laughs> go ahead. Chest rub meat go, <laughs> that you got to throw away. You can't. You can't serve that. I mean, how quickly did that escalate? You. Pounding on the door, help me, I've been shot. Guy flies into your house, grabs grabs your your gun, gun, which you then have to wrestle from him. He then knocks all your CDs out of order, pushes your TV over. Lamp gone. Picks up a lamp and throws it. Somehow breaks a cast iron skillet. And and screws up your knobs on your stove. And then as a kind of cherry on top of the sundae, I'm going to take this meat and rub it on my chest. Was he trying to stop the bleeding with the... Was he actually shot? Unknown. 
Oh, okay. He believed he'd been shot gotcha. uh, and was in danger. And um, police say he allegedly consumed a quarter ounce of psilocybin uh, mushrooms. Oh, that would make sense. Then. Uh, don't know if that had anything to do with it. I'm assuming it probably did. But... Uh, but, but that's, yeah, that's a, that escalated quickly, and that's a that's a that's a weird call to your insurance agency of. Uh, oh, I know, didn't think about that. Can I that. claim this broken stove and blood meat, chest meat? Can I get? Uh, I got a claim here. Uh, I got CDs gone. Yeah. I got a TV, a lamp, and he rubbed some meat on his chest. Yeah, Thirty dollars of nice T-bone steak that he rubbed on his chest that can I can't I that serve on? now. I got. I, <laughs> he used his chest to rub my chicken breast, and oh. now I don't want any part of that. Gross. And finally, on the Mike Molson Too Good for Radio podcast, uh, reality shows all around the world because of the actor strike still going on. So we stand in solidarity with our yeah. with the people who are on the picket line. I, I, yeah. want, I want whatever they want. Too. Yeah, exactly. Now this break from Audible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there's a new series out over there called Banged Up. Okay. Which is basically they're taking celebrities and putting them in with ex-cons in a prison setting so that they can understand what life is like inside a prison. So celebrities can understand what prison life is like. Yeah. So one of these guys um, is a former minister for Veterans Affair over there, Johnny Mercer, and he's an extreme conservative. So opens up his episode. He admits he knows very little about the prison system. First going in, okay? He says, growing up, he was a choir boy who went to a posh school and later went on to serve in the British Army for over a decade, became an MP in 2015, and now wants to discover if prison actually works. So, on arrival, he meets his cellmate, Kevin, a convicted contract killer. First thing Kevin does is makes Johnny a salad out of ingredients bought from the prison shop <laughs> as he describes how he used to run people over. This guy's got contraband salad in his uh, cell? <laughs> yeah, so they uh, Kevin discusses how his criminality is due to the fact that he didn't have a dad and took anything that didn't belong to him, forcing Johnny to question whether prison could ever rehab- rehabilitate people like this. Then, as they, in the clip of the show, the two men are shown chatting as Mercer asks his new cellmate, if he's taking a dump because Ken, all of a sudden, Kevin, I should say, leans over to the toilet and asks for some toilet paper. <laughs> and all of a sudden, something is in his hands. Kevin, the, the, the former MP then asks, it's in your ass? Clearly looking at worried about what to unfold. Uh, he then says, you're not effing right. Believe me, up until I went to prison, nothing went up my ass, Kevin responds. <laughs> As he sits down on the toilet and starts the process to retrieve the tobacco that he had shoved up there. Contraband tobacco. So, I'm sorry, the, the prisoner shoved tobacco in this guy's butt? <laughs> no, the prisoner has tobacco in his butt. Oh. Because he's the prisoner. He knows right. how to get okay. contraband into the prison. Gotcha. So, he's got the tobacco up his butt. So, they first there's the weird salad that he makes. Yes. Then they're in the cell together. The the convict sits on the toilet, and the guy goes, you just taking a dump in front of me? Right. And he's like, hey, nothing used to go up there, but I got news for you. You'll learn things when you're in prison. I see. Uh, he then shows off the fruit of his labor to the politician, who says, Jesus Christ, that's come out of your arse. <laughs> he knows that. After wiping off some excrement off the contraband... <sighs> Kevin then tells a disgusted Mercer that the cigarettes they can now share are ready to smoke. So uh, it becomes clear Mercer might be finding himself in a bit of trouble uh, as he goes to the window. And eventually the convict convinces him 
Then, hey, I cleaned it off enough. Let's share one of my butt cigarettes. Do the convicts know that these are celebrities, or are they just being put in there? No, the convicts know. They know. Yeah, they know that they're trying to show them the ropes of what prison likes. Uh, prison life's all about. Because there was a show, I think on A and E, was like yes. sixty hours in or yes. something. Yes, we we interviewed somebody That's back in right. the day that was on that show. Where you go in and you have to maintain that you, you are, are an actual a convict. Yeah, yeah. Um, this one, there's no. They okay. know. They know it's. A, they know they're celebrities. Okay. This one is no kind of un, under the radar type thing. Gotcha. They're just trying to learn more about prison life and what it is, so they know what the celebrities are. And so it's okay. more of kind of they know all the information going into it because if he had to keep up appearances and light that cigarette Ugh. that would probably be the breaking point right yeah that's when you go i'm out actually yeah. actually you know what i'm done count me out warden yeah warden don't want no butt tobacco <laughs> don't want no ass smokes as it were by the way was there an ass smokes virginia yes anywhere? there is okay. one yeah all right just making sure just big tobacco sure. area so, there. so yeah uh that poor guy he didn't i don't think he knew he was signing up for that when he uh, decided to be a part of this reality show that he was gonna have a guy take a first of all take a dump in front of you and then also part of that is tobacco up the old and then smoking a butt yeah. butt cig maybe it's different over there i mean can I, I thought i thought getting cigarettes in prison was a pretty easy thing to do maybe yeah right exactly can you imagine the guy goes by the way you're never gonna believe the the celebrity walks down to the right. prison shop and goes you're never gonna believe this there were just smokes right there <laughs> you didn't have to shove that up there at all yeah, we, we can actually worse. have some excrement free smokes next time oh god love them yeah god love them indeed so there you go another edition of the mike and molson too good for radio podcast appreciate you listening and remember uh just text the word uh Goshen Hole yeah. to 696969. Bum smokes. Yeah, bum smokes. <laughs> and she'll like it too.